Welcome to the SUP Podcast with your hosts, Louis and Moitzer. Every week, we ask each other what's up with our businesses. What are we struggling with? What's going well? And what interesting things from the world of bootstrapping do we have on our minds today? Follow along, and if you like what you hear, support us by leaving a rating or review in the podcast app of your choice. On with the show. Hey. Hey. How are you? I'm doing very well today. Thank you. What about you? I am doing pretty well as well. It is crazy hot over here in Switzerland, so I'm enjoying slash dealing with the the late summer heat. I would somehow assume Switzerland is colder, but obviously I'm completely wrong. (laughs) We, yeah, we in Switzerland, we, we don't really do that whole four seasons thing. We have boiling heat in the summer, freezing cold in winter and nothing in between it just changes Uh, yeah that's too bad i don't know why i thought that switzerland is kind of colder naturally during during the summer as well and i've been there twice during the summer and it was always hot so i don't even know (laughs) where that comes from (laughs) yeah it's uh it's it's a a confusing place we we have you know it's it's 30 degrees here celsius today and it'll probably be snowing sometime next week so it's a a fun (laughs) thing it's like canada i bet (laughs) <laughs> two, two of the best roles, right? Exactly, uh, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So for people who don't know you, and also for me, because I've purposefully been holding off doing any research, mm-hmm. let, yeah, why don't we introduce ourselves? Cool. I've been doing the same for you, so I'm really interested in hearing what you have to say. But <laughs> starting with myself, my name is Moitza, and I'm currently running a boutique Facebook advertising agency called Super Spicy Media. And I actually started doing this because I was fired from my previous job at an advertising agency that I worked at. So that's kind of everything in a nutshell. Um, I never finished college. I never, I don't have a degree. So everything was just, everything super spicy media related was done on the fly. But luckily, after I started specializing in Facebook ads, I quickly grew my agency to six figures a year. And I'm now working with international clients. I'm selling educational products and yeah, I'm having fun along the way. Crazy. So what does a typical kind of working, you know, what's a working day breakdown? Do you have a a big team? Is it just you? So, well, that's something that we're going to talk about today. Currently it's just me and my personal assistant, but I'm not making a mistake that I did a couple of years ago when I had a bunch of really big clients and I wanted to do everything myself and I burnt out. So I am just like at a point in my business where I'm expanding my team seriously. So I, I took that advice that I got from a couple of people very serious. And I'm now just preparing contracts with a couple of contracts for a couple of other contractors that I'm going to start working with. So yeah, I'm at that point in my life. Nice. And you live in Croatia. Slovenia. Slovenia. Damn it! I knew it was Slovenia. I was. <laughs> it was. I mean, it's it's close. It's close. It's very close. <laughs> I know. I knew it was Slovenia, and then I thought, no, I got it wrong last time. I have to say the other one, and then I said <laughs> the other. Well, people t- typically say Slovakia, so like you're pretty good location-wise. I remember when I was there, the people there were telling me that you shouldn't confuse people from Croatia and Slovenia because they have kind of a a fractious history together. So I always get very nervous and that ends up in me confusing the two. And Yeah, I think that's just with older generations. I think like 
us, the newer and younger generation, we go along just well. At least I think so. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean, when I go traveling, I was I was doing interrail traveling around Europe. So I tend to hang out with very old people when I'm traveling. So that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe I should introduce myself as well. Then. Yes. I'm Louis. You know that. Maybe some people don't. I currently run a business called Sparkloop. It is a software as a service business. It's about nine, eight or nine months old. And we make basically a referral tool for newsletters. So if you have a newsletter, you can use our software to add a referral program to your newsletter and hopefully grow much faster like that. Um, I do some other stuff as well. I have a small side project where I teach early stage founders how to do sales. And every now and again, I do some marketing consulting as well. But mainly oh, so, so, right now, yeah, it's just the, the two. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually interested in how you got started with this. Because like I said, I, didn't, I haven't done my research either. So. Oh, okay. Well, let's dive. We can do the whole, <laughs> the whole background. So we're quite similar. I also didn't finish university. I was studying business in Switzerland, which I did not really enjoy at all, but I didn't know what else I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I managed to get, so in, in Switzerland, in Europe, you get uh, credits for your bachelor's degree. Uh, you need 180 to pass. And I got 178 or 178 and a half. And at that exact point, I had just started a, uh, a software business in Switzerland, which was a, an app for gyms with a friend of mine. And we were offered some angel investment. And as part of that angel investment, the conditions were that we would work full time on the business and that we wouldn't carry on studying. So I quit with whatever it is, sort of 99 point something percent of my degree done. And uh, three years later, I never decided to go back and, and finish the degree. It never, <laughs> never seemed very useful. So I kind of, uh, I went from there into to running partnerships at a series A startup for a couple of months. Then I did some basically from there I, I mainly did consulting uh, and worked on a couple of other smaller side projects some of which went pretty okay and maybe we'll dig into that at some point <laughs> in the future yeah. but uh, you know there were a lot, such, such a massive amount of stuff that I don't want to go into too much detail and uh, anyway kind of while I was doing that marketing stuff basically I'd met a friend who is now my co-founder at Sparkloop called Manuel and I was working with a consulting client of mine who wanted or who was trying to use Manuel's existing tool, his, his other product to set up a referral program for his newsletter. So I was trying to help him do that with Manuel's tool. Uh, I didn't realize it was Manuel's tool at the time and that we knew each other. Mm -hmm. So we ended up getting on a call to work out how we could do that and realized, okay, his product wasn't the right fit for what they were trying to do, but that lots of other people were also trying to do this with his product. So we decided to sit down and uh, build a better way of doing that and Nine months later, here we are with, with Sparkloop. Well done. And I, nice to meet a fellow... Uh, Failure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot I, of us I don't meet a lot of I don't meet a lot of people, actually, who, did, who never finished college or university, as we say it in Europe, yeah. So Yes. I think some people, they don't finish... Like, it used to be kind of a point of pride, right? Oh, I had to drop out to, to start my, my business. I think in my case, I was just more lazy, to be perfectly honest, and... I oh was yeah, quite happy same. Not to have the degree. Yeah, same same for me. But my mom's still mad about this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> yes, still uh, very unhappy about. That. Very unhappy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she'll ever be over this. 
<laughs> exactly. So tell me more about, you know, obviously you got started with your business, the, the main business after you, after you were fired. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a horrible to say, but uh, so, you know, what, you know, I, I know there's, there's like a, an agency part to it, but you also do online teaching or online, you know, courses of some yes. kind. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to walk me through a bit about, you know, who you're working with? What do you do? Yeah. So I typically work, so I do Facebook ads and I typically do Facebook ads for SaaS founders or SaaS businesses, mm -hmm. which is in my opinion, or at least from hearing about it, very interesting because people, when they do Facebook ads, they typically do e-commerce, but I just found this really good niche with SaaS businesses and we've had a lot of success with Facebook ads. So I, yeah, that's kind of my typical client. And then alongside, as you mentioned, I also do a lot of teaching. So I have an ebook that I launched, I think about two years after I started my agency. And then I think a couple of years ago, I also launched my first video course on Facebook ads called the science of Facebook ads. And I actually never knew if people will buy that. So like interesting story with the science of Facebook ads, I was just testing an idea that I had and people have been telling me, yeah, you should do a video course. And I decided, you know what, I should do it, but I don't want to do it first and record all of the material and then launch it. I want to pre-launch it before I have any videos recorded just to validate the idea and then see if people are really interested about this when they show me their money. So I did that pre-launch and within first two days, I actually made 10K with zero videos being recorded. So <laughs> I really had to, yeah, then pull like everything together and record those videos. And I did. So yeah, I'm just preparing for another relaunch of the science of Facebook ads. But yeah, it's kind of a like I do client client work on one side and then sell educational products and teach people on the other hand. Yeah. Nice. That's really interesting. So I like, we have that kind of common area where we both do some kind of info product stuff. We've both done some consulting as well, but really when it comes to the, the content of that, so with you being in kind of the paid, the paid marketing, paid acquisition space, that's something that is completely alien to me. I know nothing about that. I have maybe in my life, spent maybe a hundred, 200 bucks on, on Facebook advertising total. I am, um, it's something yeah. I know nothing about. So I'm excited to learn <laughs> a lot about that as well. I'm sure uh, yeah, it's a big nice. opportunity for us as, as well there. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So maybe we should talk a bit about what the, the goal of the podcast and why are we doing this? Yeah. So I think mainly we thought that like we, we just would like to talk to someone every once in a while, at least for me, like I'm by myself. I don't have any, I don't have a team. I don't have people to talk to. So I spend my days and weeks here in my office alone. <laughs> so that was actually my, my primary goal. Right. So you just did this. You're tricking me into being your friend. Okay. Absolutely. I, I get yeah, that. absolutely. I, yes. yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, for me, it's nothing like that. You know, I'm crazy pop, you know, I'm joking. It's <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the same thing. I think it's, it's, it's really nice to talk to someone with similar but different experiences and, you know, just almost like a, <laughs> a free weekly therapy session is, is yeah, awesome true. to have a friend. But also, I, you know, I think I'm, I'm sure you find the same thing as well, right? Just that I do another podcast where I interview people, I write, mm -hmm. I give courses and I run a SaaS. So I'm talking to people all the time. 
but I'm never really talking about me. You know, I don't blog about me. I, I run a newsletter, but it's advice. It's not talking about what I'm doing, what I'm up to, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think it's nice for people who, you know, we're friends with and who, who, who are kind of interested in, in what's going on to have the opportunity if they want to as well to just hear, okay, this person who I listen to their podcast or I take their course or I use their, their, their product, whatever it is, I wonder who that person is and, and what they're doing. And I think this is a, an easy way for people to keep up to, <laughs> up to date with us without us having to get on phone calls with them all the time as well. So it's, yeah. it's a more efficient I, way of me having friends, basically. That's the, <laughs> the plan. But I, I noticed actually the same thing about myself. I don't, I don't have a personal blog or anything, but like, I think every year I wrote like a year in review where I included a couple of personal things and I have a Facebook page for Super Spicy Media where I sometimes write personal content, like what I'm up to, what I'm working on. And I don't know, people just really like that. So uh, when you kind of brought the idea of a podcast, um, I was very intrigued and I thought the same thing, like, why not do it and just kind of kill two birds with one stone. So I get a friend and I tell other people what I'm working on. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. And you know, the main input for me obviously was that uh, our mutual friend, Shai Schechter from, from Right Message, he told me that he'd been thinking about doing a podcast and thought about doing that with you. And I thought, well, if I can make a friend and also make Shai lose one of his only friends, then that's a brilliant opportunity. So, Yeah, and, and he is absolutely jealous. So yeah, I think we're doing a good job. Yep. If you notice that my, my voice changes at some point in the next couple of weeks, don't worry. It's just uh, Shai has locked me in his basement and uh, taken, the, <laughs> taken over the role. That's fine. Yeah, but he can travel now. So because, <laughs> yeah, he can travel from the UK. So be careful. <laughs> Yes, uh, you, you'll never see him coming. Brilliant. So I think the format that we said, right, we're obviously going to try a couple of different things and maybe have some guests on and stuff as well. But mm -hmm. uh, the, the basic thing we're going to try, uh, we'd love to hear people's feedback, obviously. But, you know, we're going to try, I think, talking about what we've been working on and then what's kind of on the top of our mind and maybe play around with some of that stuff that we've noticed and just things that, you know, in our businesses that are going particularly well or particularly badly and that we need help with. And then uh, maybe talk a bit about what our plans are for the, the next week ahead and, and stuff like that as well. Right. So it's, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we dive in with that? I mean, what's, what's been going on with you at, at the moment? So yeah, as I, as I mentioned at the beginning, I'm currently working on expanding my team. So I want to focus on my products a little bit more. So that's what I've been working on at the moment because a couple I think I also mentioned that a couple of years ago, I decided to actually go all in and fire all my clients because I wanted to dedicate 100% of my time towards products. And I fired those clients because I was overwhelmed. And I, I don't know, I get emotional, emotionally attached to my clients and to their work and to their business. And I just got quickly overwhelmed. So now as I'm doing client work back again, and I'm kind of learning about better ways to run a business and better ways to run an agency. So the number one thing on my to-do list right now is expanding my team so I can focus on my products, starting with the science of Facebook ads. Uh, so the video course, it's due for a relaunch. I think I opened enrollment last year. So it's been more than a year actually since I opened enrollment again, because I do have um, that format when you open and close enrollment. So it's like the relaunch, it's 
deal. So um, just getting some people to help me with my client work, to help me with the majority of my work is going to free up my time a little bit so I can sell products and just create more opportunities for Super Spice Media and for myself. And yeah, so that's kind of the big thing on my to-do list for the next couple of days. Wow. Hiring is, is always scary. What, what kind of people are you looking for? How did you, how did you come to that decision? That's always, oh, it's always tricky yeah. to know what you're trying to really hire for and should that be full-time contract, uh, all that kind of stuff. It's, I, I hate hiring. <laughs> oh, I had a couple of bad experiences with it actually from a couple of years ago when I hired some people and they, I think I tried twice and I failed twice as well. So they never were a good fit. I don't know, maybe like I always take all the blame. Maybe I was bad at communicating what needs to be done. Maybe I was bad at interviewing those people. And I thought that I was just getting a really good uh, person on my team. And it really wasn't that uh, the case. So right now I'm actually like, I'm really close to signing a contract with two contractors. So they do Facebook ads. It's a very small agency or just like two people that do Facebook ads and they also do Google ads, which is something that I'm playing around with right now. And yeah, as you mentioned, it's really tricky because again, I'm at a point where I'm wondering like, have I made the right decision? Are these really good people? Are they good contractors? Are they going to like, because like ideally I would just duplicate myself and (laughs) I'll have another Moitza working with clients, but obviously I can't do that. So yeah. And today I was actually at my um, lawyers. So I was just kind of getting her input on the contract and she warned, because this is like the first time that I'm properly doing this. And she warned me about a couple of things. And I was like, I, I never even thought that this could hurt me in the long run. So I'm partly scared, but partly really excited. It's a, it's an interesting position to be in right now. Yeah. Yeah, I always find that as well when you when you go to lawyers, especially around employment and contract stuff. I mean, you always leave feeling like there's so much to do. And I, I wonder sometimes how much of that is just them covering their asses and, and trying to, you know, <laughs> it's kind of their job to make sure you know everything that could actually happen and how yeah, much of that yeah. is, is. But it depends where you live as well, I think. In Switzerland, it's pretty easy. In the UK, it was even easier. I know there are some European countries which are real pains with with that kind of stuff Uh, yeah she was she was essentially just kind of talking me through some bad experiences that she had with business owners that were in the same position as I was and kind of hiring these contractors and yeah so I was like I really don't want to find myself in that position in a couple of years so yeah I'm doing all of that right now and yeah like I said I'm kind of frustrated on one hand, but then really excited on the other side, because I hopefully I'll have more free time uh, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that, that's, it's, it's such a, it, it's quite a, what's the right word? It's dangerous, isn't it? The kind of the agency consulting life, because yeah. if you're good at what you're doing, you know, you have your clients and they come to you and they want to pay you lots of money, but it's mm-hmm. always in return for your time, whether that's directly related to hours or mm-hmm. to, to days or to projects, it's always tied to your time. So there's, there's no real escape from that sometimes. And you kind of build yourself that, that golden yeah. cage where it's very comfortable to be in there, but you can never quite pull yourself, pull yourself away. So it's, it's interesting. So you're trying to get out of that then almost yeah. with, with the info product side of things and I, I guess, in effect, hiring and, and creating just a, a bigger agency, right? I mean, the, the agency isn't going anywhere, just you're 
offloading some of the work to, to other people. Correct. Especially, especially the work that others can do for me, for example, designing the ads, writing copy for the ads, and then essentially strategy work as well. But I definitely want to offload, you know, these easy tasks or like filling out spreadsheets with the latest metrics. So that's something that other people can also do. And it, for, it takes me, I don't know, 30 minutes to do, but that those 30 minutes I can spend somewhere else if I have just another person doing all of that for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I always think with, with kind of consulting or contract work, you always have the, there's, there's a mix of a split of tasks that you get given, right. And half of it is stuff that you're being paid to do because the client can't do it themselves. They don't have the expertise to do it, which is obviously the stuff that is very difficult for you to then outsource to other people as well. But then there's there's also just the stuff that the client doesn't have the time to do or just is too lazy to do uh, that you're doing, you know, the work for them, right? (laughs) It's not that they couldn't do it, just they they don't want to, or they don't have the capacity to do it. And that's the kind of thing that you can definitely, uh, definitely outsource. Yeah. Uh, So so I'm excited for the... Yeah, yeah, what's the plan ahead. for the for the contractors then? Are you going to give them like a small project first to to see how they do? Are you just going to jump in with both feet and, and hope it works out? So we actually have I <laughs> I thought about this a lot how to approach it because I approached it differently two times and failed both times. <laughs> so right now, what I actually do uh, did is I created like two phases that we're going to go through. And we're starting with phase one, which is a couple of easy tasks that they're going to start with. Like I said, it's always the best, always the best phase to start with phase one. Yeah. (laughs) So they're going to start with just basically filling out the spreadsheets with the latest metrics and writing reports, designing a couple of ads, doing a little bit of copywriting. And then as we kind of get into the groove of us working together and seeing if we're a good fit or not, that's when I'm going to introduce phase two, which is essentially strategy work. And first, just helping me brainstorm, come up with new campaign types, uh, new funnels, or expanding the existing sales funnels that I have implemented for my clients. And then essentially, hopefully, at one point, they can take over that strategy work from me. So I don't need to be as involved in the work um, as I am right now. So I'll, I'll see where that takes me in a couple of weeks. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. It frees you up for the, the info products, stuff, the course and everything. And also yeah. to spend more time uh, finding new leads and, and new prospective clients for the, the, the yeah. agency as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always great. Yeah. So what are you working on? at the moment? Yeah. So I have two main things I'm working on. I always split it up really into, into Spark Loop and into Sales for Founders, which is, is the course that I run. On the Sales for Founders side, it's pretty easy. I launched a, a free version of my Fundamentals of Sales course. So it's everything a bootstrapped beginner founder needs to know about sales to make you know their first 50 or their first 100 sales of their product. And I filmed that and launched that a couple of weeks ago. And I got the feedback that the content is, is good. It's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. I've been working on it for a long time. It's, it's very good, but that I'm just, the videos basically are boring, right? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not exciting. You know, if you, if you compare it to YouTube and the way people are very animated and being British, I'm terrible at that anyway. So it just wasn't <laughs> engaging. And I saw that myself as well. So I, I'm going back before properly launching that to, to the public uh, over the next couple of weeks and just redoing the videos to try and make it engaging and exciting and 
really it, it wasn't with my it wasn't really with my kind of my voice and with my the passion that maybe I would deliver it in real life as well so it does need like I, I notice myself it isn't really f- what I want to have out there kind of as the free thing that everyone sees from me uh, and identifies me with so I, I'm redoing that at the moment which is is taking kind of nights and weekends and then mm. during the week with Sparkloop it's it's quite an interesting time for us we've actually been been planning our quarterly goals this month yesterday we announced that we took on some investment from ConvertKit which is is one of our biggest partners so that's pretty cool and we also announced a partnership with them where basically all of ConvertKit's bigger more serious customers can use our tool for free and ConvertKit will will pay us for that so we have a my time is is split basically between working out what the hell we're doing between October and December this year to to grow and also spending some a lot of time just making sure that everything works smoothly for for ConvertKit as well so it's a, yeah, a fun time Lots yeah i'm i'm interested about those videos that you mentioned actually like the for sales for uh, sales for founders mm-hmm. because I have a video course as well. So um, like, what are you doing differently now? That's what I'm interested in. So people have come to you saying, you know what, the, like the content is good, but the videos are pretty boring. So what are you doing differently now? Yeah. So I think what I'm doing is I'm getting out of my own head and getting into, so I've been, I've been watching videos on YouTube, you know, not, not educational videos, the kind that you'd see in maybe like a $400 course, Uh, that someone's already bought into but more the kind of you know free course that you'd see on youtube or even udemy almost like the really popular ones and just looking at the way that the people are like engaged and brought in and the person is happy and they're standing up and they're you know they're 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 not reading from a script necessarily you know what i was doing was i was getting into my head too much and i i'd done the pretty much the same thing that you did with your course in the beginning except by accident right so i pre-sold i delivered the whole thing one-on-one then I delivered it in small groups live and then I turned it into a self-serve course with videos and now I'm creating the, the new version of it and what I noticed there was when I was talking to people like it was really all the time I, I was learning so much about the mistakes that they make and the mistakes they're going to make and the, the things they're going to misunderstand and everything and what I tried to do with this course was to say well I know exactly all of the mistakes that these people are going to make because I've seen it a hundred times before I know exactly what they're going to misunderstand. So why don't I try and preempt all of that by saying, don't think about this, think about that. You have to think about this bit now. And what happens is basically you end up with something that's really boring and it's all like, okay, this sounds a bit arrogant, but it is dynamite content, but people don't Mm. understand why I'm telling them that because they haven't made the mistake yet. So it just Mm. seems really kind of, why are you bringing this up now? Right. So I need to uh, just be more engaging and kind of, you know, use more examples, be be snappier, spend less time worrying. You know, I, c- I can put that stuff in later, uh, get people doing some exercises, getting some results quicker, you know, feeling like they've made a win, feeling like they can actually go out and do some sales instead of spending the first half an hour talking about mindset and stuff and just generally just sounding happier, basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> is the, how, the main thing. And how long does it take you to record all of those videos? Because I remember that when I was recording the videos for my course, that's just uh so time consuming yes it it really is so it depends most the videos where i the videos where i am in the focus right so the video is basically just me and maybe there's a a small 
PowerPoint somewhere every now and again, or some, you know, it switches out. Those take me a long time because I try and get them all in, in one cut. If I'm just in the corner and, you know, doing something on screen or whatever it is, my, my, you know, I'm, I'm not full screen, the image of me, then it doesn't actually take me very long because I'll just cut in and out and, you know, paste when yeah. I make a mistake. So it really depends. But it, it, I normally say if, if it's five minutes of video, I'm probably going to spend about 25 minutes, half an hour recording it, I think, probably. Mm, yeah. yeah. How about you? I think it was longer for me because I'm not a native speaker. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's been like recording the videos has been really challenging because. I didn't have a script and mm -hmm. when I was talking, I frequently just stopped and thought about like, am I saying this the right way? Maybe I should go back and I re-recorded a bunch of videos. So if I think it was for five minutes of content, it was probably like one hour total work with all the editing and everything. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that's, that's how I did my first version as well is basically to, to almost freestyle it with bullet points and to edit it mm -hmm. down into something that was better. What I found is with this version, I'm really trying to sell that it's a really compact course that is supposed to be just really useful dynamite stuff. So with bigger courses, you can almost get away. Like the other courses I've had, I've had like five hours of content. So it doesn't matter if I waffle on for a bit. It's, it's a kind of interesting contextual stuff. Whereas with this one, I'm really trying to just get it almost like on yeah. a script, like exactly just what you need to know phrased in exactly the way that, that I think will get it across best. So, yeah. But very interesting that you say that because going into recording a course, I like when I was recording the super spicy media, uh, the science of, <laughs> the science of Facebook ads, I always had in mind that I'm going to make a couple of lessons freely available. So they're going to be free, uh, accessible to everyone, not just the ones, uh, not just the, to the people that purchased the course. And what I found out is that, those lessons took me way longer to do and record and everything because I wanted, like, I want, wanted those lessons to be really compact, full of information, just to the point. And it took way longer for me to put everything together. So it's like dynamite content. Yeah, it was very interesting that you said that previously. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a brilliant insight for you into how paranoid I am. I thought about doing that and making the previews. I was like, okay, so I need to make some previews uh, or some lessons previewable. And then I thought, well, hang on, you know, I don't love the, like the content is good, but I don't love the quality of the video. So maybe I should make those ones better. And then I thought, well, hang on, if I make those ones better and then the quality, like, you know, the, the content and the transitions and everything, of the uh, the other yeah, videos once yeah. they buy it are worse then they're gonna I would notice that and realize they'd done that and I think they were shallow so I'm just not mm -hmm. gonna do any previews at all it's <laughs> basically what I said and I ended up I had some um, external experts come in and record some videos for me so I ended up making them the previews instead oh that's a yeah that's that's a good strategy actually and now that you've said that I'm like hmm <laughs> have I made a mistake <laughs> Yeah. The, the, the plus side is it's quite easy to, to, you know, to get some really good content by reaching out to like four or five external experts and yeah. having them record like three, five minute videos each. Mm -hmm. uh, the downside is then that they will come back to you and ask you to record three, five minute videos for them at some point in the future. And you can't say no. So <laughs> you end up doing the same amount of work, but it, it works out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Awesome. And what are you working on uh, kind of in the week ahead then? What's the, what's the, the plan? Uh, 
hopefully <laughs> the next time we talk, I'm going to already be working with those new contractors. And because of that, I'll be already working on the science of Facebook ads relaunch again. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. This time next week, if we, when we record again, hopefully we will be getting lots of new customers from ConvertKit and nothing will have burnt down and they will still be happy. We have a very, very famous personality who is going to start using Sparkloop this week for a test. And I unfortunately can't share who that is yet, but people will, will see that very soon, hopefully. So I'm excited to, to finally get them started and running. And it took us months of, you know, work behind the scenes to make sure they were happy with security of, of their email list and everything and using us. So we're, we're excited for that to finally happen. And uh, yeah, if I'm still standing next, next Tuesday, next Wednesday, then I will be, be very happy with all that done. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good luck for next week then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Let me know how the, uh, the hiring goes. I'm excited to hear whether you, whether this gives you pause for thought and uh, you come back next week saying, Oh no, what was I doing? I don't, can't make a third mistake. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. Well, let's, let's leave it there then. I think that's a pretty good first, uh, first attempt. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. Awesome. Have a great week. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.